The Oracle Network. Look deeper. This podcast contains some strong language that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Thanks to Dingo's um, trip across the United States. Yeah, I disappeared. I straight dicked off for like three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Where'd you go? Everywhere. Literally everywhere. Started like in Ohio, went up to like New York and Canada, and then went like down the East Coast, cut across, went through like Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, went up to like Washington, basically to Canada on that side, and then like through Montana, Utah, Colorado, and then back. Did you stop, like, at any anime-related places? No, no. This is, like, purely for, like, national park stuff. Like, I just went and saw every, like, national park in the United States. Sounds like fun. Did you go with anybody? Yeah, I went with my girlfriend. It was wild. Oh, okay. There were so many things. Sounds like fun. Yeah. A lot of driving. Over 200 hours in the car and 12,000 miles later, and I'm back. (laughs) God. You don't um, like driving that much? I couldn't do it. Could do it. I get car sick unless I'm the one driving. Oh. I do too sometimes, actually. I actually but. get motion sickness too. I get sick from everything. You kind of do. All right, so what, what do we have uh, back on agenda for today now that we're back? I was going to ask what Dr. Weeb was up to as well during oh. the little hiatus. Oh, we don't care what he did. <laughs> no, it, it, no, nor should you. I did nothing. I did well. I I started cooking, but otherwise, I did Ooh. nothing. Wait, hold on. You started cooking? Yeah. Uh, so, I uh, I got the Destiny cookbook and I started God. cooking stuff out of there. Never mind. I got excited. Is There's that where good- you got the s'more thing from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The s'more spark was from that. That was really good. Yeah. I got to make some changes though. It was too chocolatey. It was <laughs> s'more spark. Yeah. Shut up. Too chocolatey? Too chocolatey. Can that be a thing? Yes, uh, it normally, can be. Normally I would say no, <clears throat> but in this instance, yeah, it was too much chocolate. Damn, okay. I think it was semi-sweet, so it was just like... Blech. Blech. <laughs> Blech. Although um, I made, there was another recipe in there that called for 100% uh, cacao chocolate. That was awful. It was terrible. Don't, don't <laughs> ever use 100% cacao chocolate in anything if you want to enjoy eating it 100 percent cacao okay it's my disgusting. wife made um birthday cake flavored rice crispy treats oh. they're amazing birthday cake yes birthday cake birthday cake's too rich for me i can't it do wasn't that. in the rice crispy treats so mm. it was just right um but anyways yeah what is on the agenda today so yeah, we're talking about our our personal top five anime deaths, and I say our personal because there is very little objectivity from what I'm seeing, except for Dingo. <laughs> Dingo's actually pretty objective about his. Um, what? I, Not really. I, I mean, mean I watched yours, and like yours were yours were 
I don't want to say artistic because they're they're dark, um, but they're like <laughs> th- this. This genuinely evokes emotion to most people watching oh, it who yeah, watch the yeah. show. <laughs> to whereas like mine, it's like I-, I enjoyed this death for insert stupid reason here. Yes, yeah, some of them are going to be memes, and some of them are just going to be we enjoyed seeing the person die, or some of them are going to be sad. Pretty much all over. Yeah, so one thing we're going to do um, so that people who want to listen to this don't have to like try jumping around, we're going to list off the show that we're talking about. For like, We're going to cycle through each of ours, and we're going to list off the show, give a quick little countdown so you have time, like, oh, I don't want to hear a death from Naruto or something, and then we'll timestamp each one so you can jump to the next one safely so you don't have to skip the entire episode. So at this point, you have literally been warned and are being warned. This is a major, major spoiler episode for a lot of shows, a lot of popular shows, some newer, some older. Yeah, I know there's I have a couple deaths from some like older shows, but. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about our favorite deaths, whether, like we said, funny or not. Um, And some of them are really funny. So. Like, we were laughing at one already, which I don't know what number that is on your list, Dr. Weeb, but... Uh, yeah, that's my number five, so if we want to just jump in there. Okay, and what show is it from? Uh, oh, um, uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, Zombieland Saga. It's like a, um, it's a idol show, but, like, each, each episode is a different style. So, like, the first episode, I think, is, like, metal, and the second one is rap. So I got some good chuckles out of that, but like jumping into the death, this is the show it's coming from my number five death. And this clocks in at number five because it's the funniest death I've ever seen is Sakura from Zombieland Saga. Reason why is because within 30 seconds of the show opening, she is immediately isekai'd by a truck going at like 40 (laughs) miles an hour. She gets knocked like 15 feet into the air, 20 feet away from the truck. And like you get to see the impact replayed like four or five times at the peak of her flight through the air. You just get this great metal soundtrack going and then she falls to the ground. I remember watching that the first time and like you don't really see it coming like they saw it coming because we we're talking about our top five deaths, but I didn't really see it coming. I'm like, I was blown away. I, I didn't know whether to gasp or laugh or do what, because I was so confused about what just happened in front of me. Yeah, we just we, <laughs> we watched it. It was hilarious. It was like all beautiful anime morning music, the girl running down the stairs. And then just boom, Truck Coon comes out of nowhere, ending her career forever <laughs> and actually starting another career. But that that's the premise of the show. Truck Coon. Truck. Out yeah, there ruining lives. I watched it like three times after you sent it to me. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I'll do my number five next. Okay. And uh, it's from the show Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. There's a movie and a show. Um, the movie's older, but the show's newer. Um, and it's the girl, the little white-haired girl, and her name's Ilya. And um, we were laughing at this one, too, because he just, like, it's, casually just, like, stabbed her. It's so casual. Like, it's, like, 
she was basically like 25 pounds soaking wet. So he just kind of <laughs> like stuck her like you'd like you'd do like an injection in someone like real quick. Just like a, this won't hurt just a second and just a, just a little. little <laughs> it's one of those things. And it's coming. It so from the, it's coming from the smuggest bastard in anime history. It was just so, so like, anticlimactic. Yeah. Like there wasn't any. It just kind of and it was done. And you're like, oh, OK, I guess how dead. You know what I mean? Like. Well, he let her crawl for a little bit, and then he sliced her eyeballs with a sword, so it did get a little worse. Wait, did I? <laughs> I think I missed that. And then he ripped her heart out it at the very end. I, I saw him rip her heart out. I didn't see him cut her eyes. Yeah, it's, it's like, I, I, I skipped around a bit, but like, one second her eyes were fine, the next she was blind. I was like, what happened? Yeah, it was- yeah he like took the sword and slice it across her eyeballs i'm actually watching it again just to just to see because i don't he did the anime thing where you just quick and then oh, her, the her eyes one. are not okay yeah 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 so that's my isn't, fifth pick isn't the fate series really big in china um it could like be it really is. i don't think it's it a, is but it's, it's very a gotcha popular game now, so yeah probably it's a gotcha game now so yeah, that's my fifth pick. Um, okay. I just watched that more recently, so that's why I really thought it was a good one. Go ahead, Dingo. Uh, my number five is kind of like, well, not necessarily comedic. The reaction to it has become comedic uh, just because of the the whole meme behind it. Uh, but the death of uh, Caesar Zappelli from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it was kind of like, it was like a mix of like, I don't know. It was kind of you don't expect like a main character to just kind of die like that. Um, so it was just really um I don't know, it was just took me when I first watched it, um, because it was I was watching that kind of like release by release. This is from JoJo's? Yeah, Caesar's Apelli's death from part two. Um it just kind of I don't know. I just Does death matter in it. that show? It, yeah, I mean, you're dead, you're dead. Like, you die and you're done. I've No one has ever come back, so... I mean, to be fair, the only person that's come back was Dio Brando, and I know this is more spoilers, but... I mean, yeah, we're, we're in a spoiler episode, but I also like how you're like, no one's ever come back, well, except for Dio. Like, immediately... Well, I meant, like, canceling out what anyone you that... Yeah, I guess Dio's the only one that's ever yeah. come back from the dead. But other than that, like usually when a character dies, they're dead. So, like, I have no experience with the show. I genuinely thought Caesar was a bad guy. No, Caesar Zappelli is like the the right hand man. So, like, the Zappelli family is like supposed to, uh, like work with the JoJo's essentially. Like, they're kind of bound to him in a way. And so, whenever it's like kind of like his best friend dying, his best friend and his rival. Mm. So it's like you kind of didn't. It's kind of like what was it? It's like if Sasuke just died and like the 13th episode of like Naruto, like it, it <laughs> just gonna be regret like, this. I'm going to regret this, but I'll I don't keep know anything great. about Jojo. So like what, why are there like 5 million Jojos and, and how I'll does death it, matter in this show? I'll keep it really brief. Every part is, a, is essentially like a lineage. That's why there's multiple JoJo's. Like it's always like down the family line. So it's like imagine if season two of Naruto was Boruto, and then yeah. season three of Naruto was Boruto's even more boring yeah, like son, grandson. 
So you never get attached to these characters. You, you know that it's going to end with them. Not necessarily, because uh, Joseph Joestar is in part two and three and four. So there oh, are so around, some of them. So it's, okay. like, it's not it's not always them just dying. You so know, it's like it, Gundam, like because there's like eight million generations. Of yeah, Gundam. it's just it's just more like a generational thing. So there's like new generations until you get to part seven, where it's like an alternate dimension, which is fucking so weird. it's kind of like doctor who almost yeah yeah i guess yeah you could say it like that where it's like there's always like a new jojo like somebody that kind of holds that name that title okay so, so like death does part, matter yeah death does matter so like the first jojo that dies he doesn't come back but in the next one the one that holds the title is his grandson okay of jojo and so like in part three his grandson holds that title so he's still in it, but they just call him Joseph. They don't call him Jojo. The new Jojo is Jotaro. Kujo. Okay. So All right. That, yeah. Enough That's Jojo talk. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but, go ahead. Uh, yeah, hold on. I'll just I'll just say, just to finish to wrap up the death, um, uh, it was just like a sacrificial thing. And the fact that he got crushed by a fucking falling stone, that kind of killed me. Like, I thought it was... It was just, it was like really depressing until that happened. And then when like he screamed his name and it was like the really bad English. Oh, that killed me. Meme. I thought it was okay. hilarious. Yeah. Instead of saying Caesar, he'd just be like, she's <laughs> So that was, that was hilarious. So I put that as my number five. Grand. And what's yours, Dr. Weeb, for number four? Uh, number four, I wish I wrote these down in a more accessible place. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, I got to talk about this now. Okay, so uh, so my number four death is from Steins Gate, like the original one. Mm. Um, and it's for... It got this place because it was the most psychologically damaging death I've dealt with in anime. Yeah. Um, Mayuri... So if you haven't seen the show and don't plan on seeing it, that means you're still listening. Mayuri is like the most like pure innocence girl. Uh, yeah, like pure point, innocence yeah. in her character. And then just like in, in one episode with no warning, a SWAT team busts in and just shoots her in the head. And then the show is about time travel. So you get another three episodes of her just getting shot just in the head piece. by cars. It's horrible. And I, it was, it was awful. It was terrible. I had to just keep watching her die. And I was like, you're killing like all the characters are great in that show, but you're killing like the most innocent character in the most brutal ways. And her best friend is always there to see it too. So he's like, Oh no, it happened again. I got to go time travel. And you don't really find out how many times he sees this happen, but he's like broken by the time they finally figure out what to do. It's, it's horrifying. It's kind of like a a spoiler alert because I think people will play the new Final Fantasy VII and don't know about that death yet, but it's like Aerith in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that even on that? It's it's not in the new one, which is the reason why I stopped playing. I hated her so much. The only thing driving me to continue the remake was to watch her die. And then I was told that she doesn't die in this one. So I just stopped playing. I'm going to go and play the original instead. Aren't they breaking it down into like parts? Yeah, it's going to be like it's it's either two or three. I mean, it was a really big game back in the day. But it's also like a re it's like a remake almost because they're telling the story differently oh okay okay yeah i I didn't play it so 
But yeah, that's what I would compare it to. Just totally unexpected death. But on the note of Mayuri, like, <laughs> it's like watching a puppy get kicked every time. <laughs> it's like if it's like if John Wick, the movie, was the dog dying for the entire movie. They just kill it, turn back time, and then break into his house and kill the dog again. Just imagine, it's that for an hour and a half. It's pretty messed up. It's tragic. All right, Noble, let's go to your number four. Um, this is from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which I think all three of us have seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and both of these characters die the exact same way. So I picked Envy and Lust. You because... didn't pick, uh, oh crap, what's his name? Sorry, it's been oh, a while. Maze? Yeah, Maze. Uh, I thought his two... Well, this is, um, what's his name? What's the colonel's name? The, the buff one? The snapping one. What's his name? I don't remember. I remember the buff one with the blonde mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Um, uh, oh, Mustang. It's him getting revenge on both of them. Mm. Oh, yeah. And um, I always love this because, one, Mustang's voice actor, which we talked in previous podcasts about Critical Role. Oh, and yeah. I found out that the guy Travis did really Mustang's camp. voice. And for the dub, he kills it with that one when he's angry and he's just like snapping. And if you go to like the YouTube videos of the deaths, you see like all the comments like this is the hardest someone's ever snapped and all these snap jokes. Yeah, you said the snapping guy. I'm like imagining some dude doing show tunes as he walks down the street. I had no clue you were talking about Mustang. I'm like, whoa. Hey, trying to to catch these hands, eh? (laughs) I'm trying to catch these hands. You don't, don't around this town. killing them though? No, I remember it now, but you said the snapping guy. I forgot his thing was snapping, so I'm like just imagining like some guy with his hair slicked back snapping as he walks <laughs> down the street. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Like he may as well just be I would like to see a remake of Full Metal Al- Alchemist. The only difference is instead of him snapping, he jazz hands, and sure. that's how he does fire. I mean, it is funny, yeah. though, because it's like during all this explosions, you just hear the little snaps in there, like every yeah. like five seconds of him just throwing his hands out, snapping. Uh-huh. But it's it's awesome because one, again, his emotion from the voice actor two, he's angry because of May's death, which is mm-hmm. also a spoiler. And um, lust, he like carves a transmutation circle into his hand with like a knife so that he can actually do it without a lighter, mm. which is pretty sweet. So that, and I think another part of it, like watching it again, I didn't watch lust because I remember that one pretty, pretty well watching envies again. Like you feel bad the, for envy too, yeah, because at this point, like envy had been a part of the show. Like, you know, envy, you, you understand his motivation. So you feel like this is one of those ones where that's a good villain though. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. when shows do a villain so that like they die and you're like, oh, that 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 kind of hurts for him. Yeah, kind of it kind of hurts in a way. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, it was a really brutal way to die to mm-hmm. just get burned and killed and burned and killed and burned and killed constantly. Yeah, it's, he's just bringing being brought back to life constantly. So it's pretty pretty dark, I guess. Yeah, yeah. being burned alive. Yeah, um, those are good ones. Dingo, Plus, what's your so fourth? Uh, my number four was Yuzuru Otanashi from Angel Beats. 
This is I've watched this a long time ago. I think I was in high school. It's early high school that I watched this. It's not that long uh, ago. I mean, um, that's quite a bit ago. That's more than like eight years ago. Huh. Yeah, I'm almost a, almost a decade ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that was if you've ever seen Angel Beats, uh, it, it's essentially about like the afterlife. And I don't want to give away too much, but essentially, like, it's it's everybody just kind of you you learn about everyone. But Otanashi's death was one that was pretty, um, like that's pretty rough, honestly. Like he was kind of accepting his death, and so there was like this whole like accident thing that happened, and he was realizing that he was going to die, and so he's there with like his whole class, and he like pulls out his little license thing. Um, I don't know exactly what it is, but uh, he just starts circling like everything to like donate. Like when he dies, like oh, I want to donate all my organs, and it like gives him a sense of I don't know, like closure or something. Mm. And so like he's like, well, at least I can do something good or something like that. And so then like everybody else starts doing that, and then everybody feels a lot better about the situation. So he like alleviates the tension. And then they eventually just get saved, but he ends up dying anyway. So like this, like closure that he had allowed him to like pass. So it was like I, not even 10 seconds after. So it was really depressing. I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. about. Uh, yeah, because I watched it probably not long after you. I forgot about that. And oh, I should watch that show again. But I need I need a bounce back show after that. And I don't think I have one right now. <laughs> OK, so uh, I think we're on three. So at this point, we're going to do a quick commercial break. We will be right back after the message. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. Ctmobile.com. Okay, now that the ad is done, we're back. Uh, my number three. Oh, God. I just got to keep uh, reopening old wounds. Uh, my number three is from Akamega Kill. Um, so... If you have watched the show, it means you've gotten this far. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. And True. it's a horrifying show. This is one of the first shows where I had to watch. I like immediately was like, I need to watch something funny because I feel terrible. Um, <clears throat> so like, oh, my my personal favorite death from that show was Leone. Um, she's like one of the side characters throughout the show. Um, and she makes it all the way to the final episode. Is that, like, is that the, all the way? Is that the blonde one with like the, the, yeah, the, the tiger girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, she makes it all the way, and by this point, I had tricked myself into believing she was gonna make it. She was my favorite from that show. That's how they get um, you. And she has the most anticlimactic death too. Like everyone has these crazy over the top deaths where like they either get killed by a big baddie or they kill the baddie and then die anyway. Um, she was like after the biggest baddie, and she she got him. Like she basically had him. Um, and he pulls out a gun and shoots her in the stomach like five times. Heck she, yeah. she bashes his head in with her with her bare hands and leaves. So like I had already <laughs> this was in the final episode. So I had already thought, oh, she made it this far. She's going to live. And then she gets shot and walks away. Ooh. So I'm like, OK, 
that's a lot of blood, but she's going to make it. And then, the like, five minutes before the series ends, they just show her bled out in some back alley. I'm like, they killed her. She's just dead. <laughs> she's dead and everything is awful. <laughs> they tried to yep. give you that false sense of security. That's, w- that's what it was. I felt awful for, like, a good 30 minutes after watching that show. I immediately started watching something else because I felt terrible. Um, but I'm also going to talk about an honorable mention since we were talking about like villains that get really good deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there was a vi- all the villains in Akame Got Kill are pretty well fleshed out. Um, you understand their motivations. One of them, I think his name is Bowles. Um, he's a pyro. He's basically pyro from TF2. Uh, he burns things. Um, but he's like this really sweet guy. You, you like you see into his life. He's got a wife. He's got a kid. He does all the cooking. He does all the cleaning. Like he's just like this genuinely nice guy. Um, he serves tea to all the like villains in like the off hours, I guess. And you're like, oh, this is like a genuinely good guy. Um, and then the the good guys at one point kill him. Um, but he's like bleeding out the whole time, and it plays this really sad song that I saved to my phone after it, and it's like him bleeding out, so he's hallucinating, and he's trying to drag himself back to his wife and his kid, and he just dies. And I was like, man, they did like <laughs> this sucks to watch, but they did a really good job fleshing out a character, a villain no less, to where you really feel bad that they died. Very good show. I always say that the best villains are the ones that you can kind of connect with. Yeah. Or even in a way, with. like, yeah, sympathize to like their their struggle in a way. Um, who's up next? Uh that would be you. That'd be you. You're number three. Okay, mine is from Helsing and it's the OVAs, not the weird show that they did like from like the I think it was the nineties or the two thousands, but the the OVAs. And it's uh, Alexander Anderson, the priest. Oh, yeah. And I picked him because all this time, the whole show, Alucard is like the most overpowered character. And he just wants to find someone that can beat him. And the priest is kind of like his rival in a way, but not really because he hates him so much. Um, And then... As they're fighting, Alucard is like beating the living shit out of him, and he decides to take the nail of the cross from uh, Jesus and sh- like stab it into his heart. So he gets all these vines and stuff, and he becomes really strong, and he's beating the crap out of Alucard. And I don't remember how he gets saved, but or how Alucard gets saved. But then Alucard rips his heart out. It was pretty dark and pretty like horrible for me because. Well, Helsing was just dark in general. Like, that was the whole... Yeah, it's a like, really dark show, but, like, I don't know. I just... I really liked him because you could tell he wanted to do the right thing, but he was forced to fight against Alucard and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just something that I personally really liked about it. So, I know you guys watched it, but I don't. you probably don't remember. I remember. I, I, remember, I distinctly yeah. remember because that's when I decided to stop watching Helsing because I was like, okay, this is one of those shows where it's like they're just going to keep topping themselves. And for whatever reason, I don't like that. So I was like, I I don't like this show anymore. Topping, I remember it because I mean, it just keeps like they keep pushing the line like they can't establish a line of power, like a maximum power limit. Like they just keep pushing it up and up and up. And I, I like world building where there are defined limits to things um and those defined limits stay relatively defined um and it helsing it just seemed like oh you can only be this powerful 
well, never mind. Now you can be this power. Never mind. You can be this powerful. And it just like to me, it gets boring when it's like, you know, some random reason is going to come out of nowhere for the pr- protagonist to survive. Although True. I wouldn't really say anyone in that show is a protagonist. Yeah, there really aren't any good people in that show. What were you going to say, Dingo? I was just going to say, I only remember it because I remember that's when uh, uh, Alucard just starts like crying blood because he, <laughs> of all the like crap that he had to do, even though he didn't essentially want to do it in a way. He, he, he had his one punch man moment where he's like, why do I keep winning? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I think it's because he's he want like originally he wanted to die. And all this time he wants to die. He's under the Helsing family's control. Yeah. And to see Anderson, who is a human, because originally in the story of Dracula, Dracula is killed by yeah Van Helsing, a human. So he wants to be killed by a human. He wants to be bested. And Anderson is like the only human in the show that can beat him. So when he gives up his humanity, he yeah, he starts crying blood. Yeah, I remember that part now. I might have to go back and watch those again. Um, But anyways, Dingo, what's your number three? Uh, Number three for me, mine are really, well, I guess they're kind of sad. Um, But this one comes from, I don't know how how you would say it anymore. It's Clanad or Clanad. It's one of those. But uh, the death of Ushio, which was uh, the main character's daughter. Um that was pretty rough because she was just a she was just a kid and it's like you kind of weren't expecting it in that way um but you kind of knew what was happening after like one or two minutes you're like ah yep and so he had to he had to like watch his wife die and so he's like oh all i have left of my wife is is our daughter and then eventually his daughter just gives into the same illness and dies in his arms and so you're just sitting there like fuck i feel empty (laughs) so that that one's pretty rough so that's why that one was number three on my list yeah i gotta watch that a piece of art made me feel emotion yeah it it really does so okay well that was quick yeah Um, that one's quick dr weeb number two so that put me at number two okay yeah number two is from konosuba um and it's Kazuma. Why is it number two? Because it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Kazuma <laughs> dying is the whole reason why Konosuba exists. Um, and this actually ties into my last one. Konosuba is what I watched after Akame got killed. So oh Konosuba is the reason why I wasn't on suicide watch immediately after <laughs> finishing Akame got killed. Without him dying, I would have not been able to watch that show. And it's it's so good. It's just so good. It's it's in my top three. I love it. Really? Konosuba's in your <clears throat> top three anime? Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so he di- how he dies is he's walking down. So he's he's a shut in, um, and it, like he's he's leaving his house for the first time in months to go pick up a, a game pre order. He's got to go way out of town, so he gets up really early, um, and he's on the way back, <laughs> and he sees this girl from his school. And he he thinks he sees a bus about to hit her. So in one last ditch moment of heroism in his life, he pushes her out of the way and thinks he's been killed. Um, 
so he ends up in the afterlife with Aqua, the goddess, um, and she starts laughing at him. And she's like, you idiot. That wasn't a bus. That was a tractor going at two miles an hour. It didn't even hit you. Your heart stopped because you're sca- you scared yourself. You pissed yourself. And then the doctors laughed at you at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So and he then died it, from like his own shock. He died from shock. And so the goddess Aqua's laughing at him the whole time. And so she gives him like a choice that he's like, she's like, all right, you get to be Isekai'd. I'm going to give you one cool thing to go to this world. She's also laughing at him the whole time. And he's like, you know what? I don't want any of this cool stuff. I'm bringing you just to spite me, just to spite you for laughing at me. And then he does this hysterical laugh as they're pulled into this other world, and it's 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 just all very. It's very like the guy good. who wears like green. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I always see the memes on animemes on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the memes yeah. of the like, oh, did I die again or something like that? And those yeah. weird faces that they make when they're <laughs> laughing and. Yeah, he dies a lot in the show otherwise, but it, those deaths don't matter as much. Not oh, even yeah, yeah. the first death didn't matter anyway. They can, it, but it, it was just the introduction to the show. Yeah. It's just it, his death is the reason why it exists, and I love it so much. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. Um, my second is probably like I know you guys don't watch One Piece, and I haven't watched the entirety of One Piece. I've maybe made it through like 500 episodes. Mm-hmm. which right. is a lot the but the fact that you just said that just made me sick but you guys know how important one piece is to the anime community true so yeah. uh, you can't deny that like the fact it just that shut one... down the um the the buffet in tokyo tower it uh finally closed tragic because the COVID stuff, or like no, it- no, no, it was it was just scheduled to close down oh, permanently. Really? Um, it, it was on. It, this was like its seventh year. Um, oh, and they're geez. like, all right, it's it's time to go. But anyways, I didn't pick this character because I cared about it, but more so because it's like the biggest death in I think in anime. Because I mean, like I, I get you guys don't watch it, but trust me, it's like the biggest thing. Um. And that's Ace because they did this character building for so, so long. And you know how long the show is. Yeah. Just goes forever. So too much. A whole arc is like 200 episodes. So the whole arc is Luffy gets captured in a prison and hears that his brother, which this isn't his real brother. It's like his friend. They were raised together is going to be executed by the government a huge massive fight breaks out like between all the strongest characters in the whole world in this one area and they finally get to him at like the 199th episode oh of course and just as he's about to escape the fucking guy punches him through the chest and like his entire giant fist goes through ace's chest and just burns a hole in it and everyone's just like what like what the fuck just happened like it was unexpected no one knew it was gonna happen mm. oh I guess that kind of makes I, sense. I don't know why I thought of it this way, but I just imagine like Ed and Eddie, like they always alluded to Eddie's older brother. They finally introduce him and he's like dead. But Ace was like really cool because he, he can like use fire and he's like this really cool personality and everything. And he's just like a really likable shonen character mm-hmm. like Midoriya or Bakugo. Like he just is like a really good character. And then they just killed him like out of the blue. Like you did not expect it to happen. Rip. I love those kind of. Well, 
I, I guess I don't love them. But it's just like whenever like no one's safe. I like when no one is safe. That's why I like Takame got killed so much because like that was around the time where I was just sick of Shonen. Like no one dies in Shonen for the most part, other than the ones we've specifically listed here. And like everyone died in a comic got killed. I'm like, oh, I feel I hate it, but everyone's dying. No one's safe. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's again like Game of Thrones. You just that's why it's so mm-hmm. likable because everybody is up for death, basically. I'm not sure Jon Snow. Yeah. <clears throat> Plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, Dingo, what's your number two? Uh, my number two. Ah, this is a good one. So this one's from an older one. So my number two okay, yeah, was from Cowboy Bebop. Uh, it's an older show, but still really good. Uh, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. And that's Spike's death uh, from Cowboy Bebop. It was kind of, I guess, I guess Dr. Weeb was right in the terms that I like, but kind of more artistic deaths yeah. in a way. Yeah, because Spike's death was a little more kind of alluded to and a little more artistic in the way that they went off about it. I guess I don't want to say too much because no, but you haven't seen uh, Cowboy Bebop, right? I have not. No. Okay. Well, there's this, this whole kind of him battling between the past and the present. And then he finally comes to like the acceptance of it. And then he goes to like this, this final confrontation, this final battle. Um, And I don't think you ever really, really see it. But it's kind of an alluded to death to where the, you can kind of be like, oh, OK, I understand type of thing. It, it really good. Yeah. And then something you had mentioned earlier, um, I uh, it, this was a good one because you don't feel hollow inside afterward. It's like, oh, he he, he got what he wanted. It it took it cost him his life. But like, you don't feel horrible that he, he died. He feels like, oh, better well, about it yeah. because he knows what he wanted. Yeah. So that was the thing. Yeah. He's no longer living in the in the the past and the present is essentially what it was. I'm going to check it out. Good show. Yeah, it was pretty good. So, anyway, Dr. Weeb. Number one. What is so, your number yeah, one? My number one, which is from Code Geass, um, oh, is Lelouch. Beautiful. Um, so and beautiful. like it's not I barely even count it anymore because I guess I don't know if they retconned it. He dies in like the last episode, but I never believed that he actually died. But in a way, like it was a very symbolic death. Kogias is this whole political show where he's like trying to free the world of tyranny, but he also has to use very bad means to do so. So in the end, he's like, I can't be the symbol of peace because I did horrible things to get here. So I'm going to have my buddy. That was the thing. Yeah, it was all good. Huh? It was all planned. That was that was cool. Yeah, that it. too. That's like another. Good, but he's like, I'm going to have my buddy who is very much a very good symbol of peace. I'm going to have him kill me. And it's all going to be this plan where it's like I freed everyone from the original tyrants. But then my buddy killed me so that they'd be free of myself, who was then at the time a tyrant. So it's this whole over the top plan. Uh, it's a whole chess game. And at the end, his buddy. um Suzaku stabs him to death in front of the whole world like it's a televised event and he just dies bleeding all over the place well in the final scene the uh, the, one of the other characters C2 is talking talking you don't really know no one else is on the screen she could be talking to herself I always thought that 
Lelouch was just off screen. Um, and she mentions his name. I always thought he was alive. Um, a new set of sequels has come out confirming he survived. Um, but yeah, I just, e- even in the symbolic sense, his death was really cool just because of the convoluted plan that it required and like the, um, the meaning behind it because he's like, I am doing this for the betterment of the world, even though it's going to cost me kind of everything, even though I, I think he actually ends up immortal in the end, but he still has to stay out of the limelight. That was the whole thing though, like with Lelouch was like, um, I know he says something along the lines of like, you can't, you shouldn't kill if you're not prepared to die yourself exactly, or something yeah. like that. So like his whole like fucking 40 chest that he's got going on in his head and his whole plan in a way is realized by him dying as well. Yeah. And I think that's, that's like another big part of it is like, he is so far. He comes off as a hypocrite the entire show because he talks about like, virtue and justice but everything he's doing is through horrific means but then in this final episode you see he's like oh he he knew the whole time what he was doing was terrible and you see like as the show progresses he 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 like realizes that more and more but in the end you see he's like i was willing i always said you should only kill if you're willing to die yourself like he pretty much followed that through except he didn't really die but he kind of did symbolically, at least. I, I just think he, I always liked him as a character because he there was so much self sacrifice to his character. Well, mm-hmm. and then um, Zero Suzaku was wearing the Zero suit, so that Zero killed Lelouch, so that people didn't think they were the same person. True, true, true. I forgot about that. Yeah, so like it, it's still kind of the same thing where he's like, "Yeah, I took over the old tyrant's position. I became a tyrant, and then Zero the character I've been playing throughout this whole show who has kind of come off as a hero this whole time ends up being the real hero that everyone needed. He is the Batman of Kokios. I'm Batman. Except he doesn't say I'm zero. I I think that (laughs) that is the difference between Batman and Lelouch. (laughs) Lelouch doesn't have to tell everyone he's zero. Batman just spits it out of nowhere. He's like, I'm, I'm Batman. I'm <laughs> Batman. <laughs> well, I had a, a, a number one death, but I'm going to change it because I feel like Lelouch and this character have similar deaths in a way. Um, so I had, I had one. I'm just going to say it. Um, it was from Naruto and it was Jiraiya because I grew up with that show. So seeing him die was pretty brutal and Naruto crying and blah, 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 blah. It was great, and it should be number one. Um, but I'm going to go with, from Death Note, Light Yagami. Um, everybody has seen Death Note, I think. It's like one of the most mainstream manga animes. Mm-hmm. And the comparison of him and Lelouch, which a lot of people do compare them, um, is that Lelouch is ultimately a good guy, and Light is ultimately a bad guy, even though he thinks he's a good guy. And actually, his death kind of reminded me of what I was seeing from what whatever show we were just watching. Um, Cowboy Bebop. Because he gets shot and stuff, and then he like tries to run away and dies. Or am I thinking of something else? No, that's how he dies. He, he just gets shot up and then bleeds out. It's pretty yeah, that's how Light dies. Well, his, actually, uh, you know what? Ryuk writes his name in the book. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. But I mean that his writing his name in the book is the reason why he gets shot. It is or it isn't. I think so. Yeah, 
No, he got shot because Matsuda went crazy after he found out who he really was. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he would have died one way or the other, getting shot or he would have had a heart attack. But what's cool is over the entirety of the show and in the very beginning, Ryuk's like warns him that I'm going to have to be the one to write your name in the book. And Light's like, oh, you won't do that because I'm never going to die. I'm going to become the king and blah, blah, blah. And he, he thinks he's invincible. And then it ends with him writing his name in the book. So it's pretty significant. And I think it's a really significant death. Mm-hmm. I so it's been a while since I've seen Death Note, but it's just I, I guess maybe I just wasn't really a huge fan of it. But I know a lot of people are. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be, but it's but, a pretty influential show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's mine. Those are my top five. Heck so yeah. it's a dingo. Dingo. Oh, um, so my number one was, ah, so this one is a little different because this one was actually, I believe, on Netflix. First, yep. uh, was a rendition of a, a really old, really old manga, um, from Devilman Crybaby, uh, which was a essentially like a remake that is now on Netflix. The death of Miki Makimura. Uh, that was that was rough. <laughs> uh, just everything that kind of led up to her death and everything that kind of transpired after it. Um, if you haven't seen Devil Man Cry Baby, uh, extremely good. Um, the art style is different, yeah, but uh, just overall a great show. Um, but after watching her essentially get torn to shreds and then like hoisted up on a pike and danced around, like I don't know, it's pretty brutal. Uh, so. Yeah, but that's just kind of like what that show's kind of known for is its brutality. Yeah, I thought it looked it looked interesting. I I tried watching it a while back, um, but couldn't. And it's then kind... I saw that, and it, it was like again, it came off kind of artsy, like artistic. It is, um, yeah, just like the the whole sequence of her dying. Um, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch very, this. It's a very dark and kind of religious show. Mm. like it's all about the battles between demons and angels and like heaven and hell and so like they were seen as she was seen as a witch that's why they killed her in the first place um so like like the main character is essentially a a demon and Mm. but he's like using his powers to hunt other demons but it kind of like the whole thing was like to show the underside of humanity and like humanity at its lowest. And so it's like them actually killing an innocent girl because of what they believe and like their beliefs and shit and like showing them as the true demons rather Mm -hmm. than the actual demon, that kind of thing. There's a lot of really serious tones in in it. Uh, But it it is really well done. The music is amazing. I Mm. love the music of devil man. And, uh, the the story is great too so if you haven't seen that highly recommend it uh i'm pretty sure that's still on netflix um but yeah those are those are my top five cool yeah it's on there still i've seen it yeah did you watch the whole thing 
No, I, I mean, I haven't watched it, but I've seen it on the anime list. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a Netflix original. I don't think those leave Netflix. Oh, yeah. No, they don't. It's awesome. But yeah, um, do you have any honorable mentions? I think I have all of mine, the ones that I wanted to hit. So I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm all set on mine. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's about it for the show. We pretty much went over all our top five or six and some mentions. Um, if you want to watch any of these shows and you heard about them on here, you can still enjoy the show, I would think. Even knowing that maybe one major character or side character died. Mm-hmm. Um, because anime is still great no matter how how you watch it, even if you know the outcome. I mean, it does add to the suspense and stuff, but the shows are, or most of the shows listed here were probably like really legendary or or still popular or, or getting popular. Yeah. So, so they all deserve to be watched um, or read if it was in a manga. I don't know. Some of them were. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, check out the shows. I think we had like 10 different shows and I'll list them Probably, all. In, yeah. I'll put them all in like the iTunes, Spotify notes above the show. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add or say? I think I'm good for now. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing I could say is like, again, thanks everyone for listening. Like we're just starting out as a podcast. So any listens like. They are a large percentage of our listens total overall. Um, and then I'd like to hear feedback on our spoiler, how we handled spoilers, because uh, I'm sure we'll end up handling spoilers, uh, spoiler topics in the future. And however, we can change it up to make it better so that we don't end up spoiling a show you want to watch like that. That information is very helpful for us. Mm-hmm. I do want to give a shout out. We have quite a few people listening in Canada and the United Kingdom. Some in Australia, Ireland, Norway, Kenya, India, Poland, and Germany, which um, we're, we're ranked at like number 50 in some other States and Poland and, and other stuff. So it's pretty cool to have supportive people from other countries. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. We're international baby. <laughs> Which I don't know how half these people understand us, but hey. Uh, A lot of countries speak English. Oh, that's just my... uh... Like in Japan, they start learning English in primary school. We can keep this. We don't have to keep this. When I, I stopped, I went to an elementary school in Japan. The elementary school kids had better English than my Japanese. I felt awful. But if you are a fan, we check the Twitter. Well, at least I do. I don't know about the other two. I, I, don't know much I do a few posts on Facebook. That's about it. Um, try going on the Twitter and, and we, I share stuff. What's um, the handle? Everyone. So our Twitter handle is at ATA. Shit, I keep saying it wrong. It's at ATAnime underscore podcast. Okay, um, we did it. We have 80 followers. Nice. I make sure to follow everybody back. Um, that's a lot for some small little podcasts. So yeah, no, that's great. And we appreciate the help of the 
Oracle network people because they're huge on sharing it. So Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them tag us for recommendations. So thank you to them as well. And I think that's where a lot of our listens are coming from. Mm-hmm. Have we gotten like a uh, uh, share from like a like we did on the previous episode where they actually like talk about us? No, not yet. OK, but I did say to the Oracle group because there's a discord and I got to add you guys into it. That Mel uh, made. Oh, boy. Um, Another discord. But I put out there if anyone wants to guest host with us from any podcast, I literally don't care as long as they like anime. I don't care if we have a guest podcast host on. Because to me, that's interesting and mm-hmm. you can just get another opinion. Um, yeah. Obviously, they're a guest, so they don't come back. But if you like the idea, it's up to you guys. But. Yeah. Yeah. I suggested I'm open, it to them. I'm open for just about anything. So. What about anal? Hmm. I mean. You got to be willing to try everything once. <laughs> Okay, but yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks to the Oracle people. Thank you to the people who share our podcast. Thank you to the listeners in all the countries. Um, we genuinely just love anime and want to bring you the joy of what it is we like. Um, we try not to make it a job. I know Dr. Weeb freaks out about it being some sort of job. But I don't like having more responsibilities than I already have. All one <laughs> of them. It's definitely fun. So um so yeah, that's all I really have to say. What about you guys? Any I mean, shout outs to anybody or anything? I think I'm good for now. I think we just hit about just about everything. You know, thanks to everybody that's you know supporting the podcast, supporting the Oracle Network. Appreciate all of that. Yeah, same thoughts here. Do you have any people that you know that listen that you can give a shout out to? Don't know anyone. I do. do you share it with I'm, your family? No, no, I don't. They haven't oh. a single one. Why not? I just haven't thought about it, really. Well, that's how you get more listens. True, 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 true. Um, I don't, I don't we, think my family have. needs to know that I'm sitting here talking about milfy hentai mommies. <laughs> <laughs> that's not recorded. <laughs> Shit. Well, that is recorded now, but good as it uh, should yeah, be. Now. Uh, I have some, but I'm not going to give them the, uh, the the good fortune of hearing their own name. They can live with it. Do you know exactly. if they make it all the way through the entire episodes? I doubt it. I honestly doubt it. Yeah. So even if it is at the end, it's not like they're going to know. All right. Well, anyway, let's um, wrap it up. Check out Fire Force season two, by the way. Really good. No. I'm yeah, still I watching still season, season one. one. Guys, it gets so good. And they up the animation. It is even clearer now. It's, it's, clearer. it's beautiful. All right. Nothing. I, I am ruined because I started watching Demon Slayer. Nothing will ever be that good ever again. I have actually hit my anime peak. Yeah, I got to watch that show, too. So Demon that's what you're Slayer? watching right now is Demon Slayer. I'm watching Demon Slayer. I'm watching so much. I'm watching Demon Slayer. Um, and then I'm actually watching shows that are currently running right now. Demon Slayer um, ain't even that good. What? It's not. Uh, audible wow, you just gasp. pissed off a lot of shonen oh. listeners. Also, look, all right, if they trying to fight, let's fight. But I'm just saying. Also, try to tell me like that opening isn't the biggest spoiler in the history of ever. I don't know oh, anything. Don't say no, anything. I, I lucked out because my buddy knew. <laughs> my buddy knew. And he's like, don't watch the opening until like episode 15. I was like, uh, okay. Why would they do that? That's so dumb. It okay. is the dumbest thing. It's because they don't think. Anyway. <sighs> all right. 
Um, and are you watching anything, Dingo, that you can recommend to anybody before I'm we... watching Fire Force right now. I do one at a time. What I episode like, are you on? I like to dedicate uh, nine, I think. Have you met Benny Maru yet? Uh, the guy I that's got like so. long hair and uses oh, yeah, a broom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's cool. So, yeah, so I'm like watching two shows that are currently running um uzaki Chan wants to hang out is the first one i recommend that one that one's fun it's a nice little slice of life that takes place in college rather than high school which is oh a nice change my God. um and then i'm watching monster girl doctor that's not great i really couldn't recommend it but uh, i'm gonna watch it through to the end okay and we haven't decided on our next episode topic yet so i can't give a preview into that right we'll get there we'll get there um again follow us at at anime underscore podcast on twitter and at our facebook all things anime um i am noble i'm dr weeb and i'm dingo and this is a typical sign off bye-bye this podcast is partnered with the oracle network all content discussed in the show and recording are that of the original owners and creators please subscribe to all things anime where all podcasts are heard Spotify, Google, or iTunes. And please remember that all topics and thoughts discussed are simply a discussion. No harm or intent is meant to offend those listening. Remember to support your favorite manga and anime by buying the episodes and chapters legally. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal.